Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Dr. Christopher Hall Show. I'm excited to welcome Nobel Prize-nominated doctor. He is also an author and emergency room doc. Dr. Christopher Hall, thank you for your service and also former military. How are you? And I know you're excited about our guest. Hey, good morning, Neil. I'm doing great. I'm very excited uh, about our guest because we certainly have one of the uh, foremost leaders uh, uh, of this century here with us today. Awesome. So introduce our guest, Chris. No problem. You know what? I'm very excited to, to introduce author, educator, retired Brigadier General A.J. Taylor. He helped combat operations in Afghanistan. He's a graduate of West Point, the Catholic University of America, U.S. Army Command and General Staff College, and also the Army Ranger School. He's led the paratroopers, paratrooper battalion, the 82nd Division. He also was a Brigadier General with the air assault unit there, 101st Airborne there in Kentucky, which uh, see, I served in myself. So I'm very excited to welcome this. He was a distinguished fellow, also at Harvard University. Welcome to the show, General. Great to be with you, Doctor and, and Neil, and what a privilege to be able to talk to such an august um, couple of folks here. Thank you. I, it's an honor, definitely, General Tata, but I'm going to say my father went to the Naval Academy, so I'm not going to go after you about West Point, okay? All right, so well, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. I, I I had a brother that went to the Naval Academy, and we have a. He actually played football at Navy, so we have an annual. But if if Army wins, he has to shave his head, and if Navy wins, he still has to shave his head. That's my bet with him. Uh, oh my! Oh, that's a good bet. All right, Chris, go ahead with your first. Uh, Chris, Doctor Hall, go ahead with first question. I would no problem. General Taylor's done so many things. He's a best-selling author and also was in education and he's written the threat series and so one of those books there i had a question about i think there's the there's also the phalanx code but in regards to the phalanx code how would your military experiences how do they, they shape the narrative narratives and characters in that thriller yeah doctor thank you the phalanx code just released yesterday it's the 16th novel that i have and about the ninth in a series, third in that particular series, but the overarching set of characters. And Phalanx Code captures an epic struggle between that we're seeing today in the country between technology companies, those Facebook and Google, think the worst instincts of those digital carnivores that are trying to consume and take away individual liberties and freedoms through working with the government to control us. And then think Elon Musk and X, formerly Twitter, that are trying to preserve individual freedoms and, and allow for freedom of speech. And that it's a classic struggle, David and Goliath kind of thing, with the Phalanx Corporation being the Goliath that is menacing and out to consume all individual liberties. And Project Optimus is defending, and our hero, Garrett Sinclair, is in the Phalanx Code and all of the Garrett Sinclair novels, is uh, tasked with defending the Optimus project and all of its developers and coders and against the Phalanx assassin squads. And he discovers a devastating family secret in the process, and which makes his job all that much more difficult. So it's classic uh, big tech versus the little guy. And certainly Sinclair has his hands full in this one. I love it, uh, General Tata. Wow. Uh, I'm going to just go right back to Dr. Hall's question, but I'm going to add just a real quick feedback. When I think about listening to you talk about this, it's just the situation where I get fearful sometimes 
when I'm interviewing any either side of the aisle, if I'm going to upset my audience, upset my, I, I am an entrepreneur, multiple businesses and my show. If, Ooh, should I put that person on the air? It's too bad. We've eliminated our freedom of speech and to look at someone as a journalist like myself that allows everyone to speak. That's a big thing. So I think that book really does put the, the it out there. All right, Dr. Hall, what's your next question? Oh, no problem. It really was again related to that that his protagonist there, General Garrett Sinclair. And again, just trying to draw from what his leadership, uh, uh, General Hato's leadership qualities from the military. And how does that, how does those qualities come into crafting? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and getting back to your comment, Neil, as politically divided as our nation is right now, Sinclair finds himself questioning whether the losses of his team when he goes on these presidentially directed missions with his subunit called Task Force Dagger, if it's worth it. You've got a really an ungrateful nation in many respects, and he's coming back with casualties to go accomplish tasks that he's assigned, and he's not sure they're in the nation's best interests or vital interests. And so it's that man versus mission perennial dilemma that every combat leader has faced. Do you make decisions based on preserving the lives of your the men and women serving with you or do you make decisions the risk be be damned do you take the hill so to speak and let the chips fall where they may because the mission ultimately is more important that's the question and he that he struggles with that in phalanx code because he sees the political backdrop he sees the division in the country he's apolitical he's a soldier he's been taken orders and given orders all his life and very much mirrors my career. I served the country in many different capacities and I just wanted to leave everything I touched a little better and or a lot better than I found it and feel like I did. But there comes a point where as you see some of the political machinations going on, you begin to question why are we doing certain things? And certainly the Operation Iraqi Freedom was one of those things that as a 101st Airborne Division Brigade Commander, uh, I was supposed to go to Afghanistan. I get told I'm going to Iraq. I'm like, does that make sense? And, and <laughs> in hindsight, I, I think my instincts were right, but of course I saluted and moved out. But yeah, so you've got the, the man versus mission dilemma that takes center stage here in Phalanx Code. All right. All right, Chris, next, Dr. Chris Torrell, uh, next question. Wow, incredible analysis. And the other thing is, General, that you certainly have kept the public aware with your with your military analysts on uh, Fox News and CBS and those things. But you've had a distinguished 28-year career. You've been right there with the your men, with the infantry. And I'm sure you found yourself sometime right there in the field with them and probably in the eye of the sniper. Tell us what's going through your mind when those things happen, you're in that situation. Well, I, I had one uh, situation where uh, the special forces commander that worked for me and I were down in Helmand province and we spent all day, we had some casualties and we're getting ready to leave. And his radio operator gets a call. Hey, sir, there's a sniper across the river with, with instructions to shoot the one without the rifle. And so there were four of us standing there with my <laughs> helicopters coming in. And I look at the other three guys, and they all have rifles. And the special forces colonel, and I was a brigadier general at the time. He was a colonel at the time. And he looks at me, spits some tobacco juice into the poppy field, and says, sir, it looks like you're about to have a bad day. 
and the the we started moving around a little bit just to make it harder. But, but yeah, you got to have a dark sense of humor no matter where you are, what you're doing. And and uh, part for me, part of it was taking the same risk as my soldiers were taking, and that's what leadership's all about: is being out there with your men and women that are doing the hard head knocking and showing them that you respect them enough to be where they are. Fantastic. All right, Dr. Hall, go ahead and you believe how quick this interview was, but go ahead and summarize General Tata. No problem. We certainly have a leader here, a distinguished 20-year career in the military. He also served in the Trump administration as Undersecretary of Defense uh, Policy. And his life has been an example of what we'd like our young people to do, to rise up to leadership, to be patriotic. And so I'm really excited that the journal came on the show today. Thanks again, sir. Yeah, thanks. Your, your book is available on Amazon, all finer bookstores, right? So people can check it out there. Yeah, right? Barnes and Noble, Amazon, AJTata.com, anywhere you want to, uh, anywhere you can buy books. All right. Next book, you're always welcome to come back on my show again, sir. I appreciate it. And thanks again. Thank you. Thank all, you. Right, you're, all right. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley Show. And we'll be back in just a moment. 